the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hey, welcome back to the program. Thanks for staying with us. This is Real Estate Chalk Talk. We're broadcasting from the Rack Shack Barbecue Studio here in Egan, Minnesota. I'm Keith Hittner Sr. together with... The one and only Keith Hittner Jr. And you can reach us at 612-627-8000, 612-627-8000. We'd be happy to chat with you about any of your real estate needs, of course. Or you can go to hittnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group, all one word, hittnergroup.com. We've got Eric in the studio from Action Moving, actionmoving.com, or direct dial number. I'm going to give this number out. I hope it's right. Is it? A, you want to give me a six one two number or nine five two? Okay. Well, what is the number? Nine five two eight nine four eighty eight eighty eight eighty eight eighty eight. I don't know why she can never seem to get these phone numbers correct. <laughs> Always got to double check at actionmoving dot com. What are you guys doing this time of the year? Uh, right now, still finishing up that household season. We're on the tail end of that. Um, we're finishing strong here. We're pretty much booked through the end of Labor Day. So, so as your your business is very cyclical as well, isn't it? The household is, okay. but of course, as the household phases out, we start getting into more of the hotels, project work, uh, museums, when when they have kind of a shift where they need to get those exhibits in, for example, before the busy museum season, which is in the wintertime when mm-hmm. people want to be inside. You, uh, uh, We were talking uh, off air here because uh, you're moving one of our families to Hawaii, and you mentioned that there's a lot of stuff going to Hawaii now. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure exactly why, but uh, lately I've had a lot of activity going to Hawaii. And we do some service member moves, so that's pretty typical that you get sure. a lot of stuff going to Hawaii there. But just the general consumer, a lot of people fleeing to Hawaii, I guess maybe they... You ever have to go there and just kind of check <laughs> yeah. out the operation? You know, I'd really and, like... I think I should be on the other end and yeah. just I just really everything. should receive this one. Yeah. Yes. I'll hand deliver. She mentioned to me how impressed she was uh, at the conversation that you had about packing. Oh, yes. yes. And that and that you had, had brought up points and seemed to be so familiar with points about the packing and shipping to Hawaii that the other people that they had talked to just never even, like they didn't even have a clue about uh, it. Yeah, that, that does happen. And, and so the thing with Hawaii in our industry it is not an international move, but it's treated as such mm-hmm. because the logistics and everything are identical, except you're not going through an international customs. So that's the one big difference. So people can pack their own goods themselves, and, of course, they're looking for tips on that. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have somebody that's not versed in Hawaii specifically and they just think it is an international move, a lot of times they're saying, oh, just let us pack it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Let us pack it. Well, to Hawaii, you can actually save a little money by packing it yourself, and I gave them plenty of tips to do that. What about like sh- uh, you know r- shrink wrapping things, or or uh, you know how do you protect the items when you're doing a, a ship like that? To a- yeah, so <clears throat> anytime you go across the ocean, it's important that 
you use as little plastic as possible because you are oftentimes going through humid environments mm -hmm. and those containers are sealed. They're airtight. So any moisture that's in that container is going to stay in there. They're airtight? They're airtight. Oh, yeah, they okay. have to be because, you know, if you ever seen pictures of ships, if they turn over or whatever in the right. ocean, you'll see containers floating. Okay. That's why, because they're airtight. Okay. Now, eventually they get banged up and probably leak. But, right. Um, but anyway, uh, trying to prevent that moisture from getting like on a piece of furniture and sitting there and getting moldy. You know, that's what we're trying to do. So we do use stretch wrap on some fabric sofas and pieces, but for the most part, we're trying to stay away from the plastic. Use breathable materials like paper. You know, um, they have this padded cushiony material, and we wrap things. If you wrap every item in this paper that wicks away moisture, mm -hmm. ultimately that load should stay pretty pretty dry. Pretty dry throughout. How long, what, 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 uh, how long does it take? If some from the time you show up at the doorstep until they're uh, setting up the bed in the house. Sure. So to Hawaii specifically, you know, we look at it in terms of port to port, mm -hmm. and that's typically you know L.A. Um, or San Diego going to Hawaii. I mean, that's usually a two week transit time. But by the time you get it from say Minneapolis down to there, mm -hmm. and then to port in Hawaii, depending on which island you're going, and then delivering out, you know, it's four to six weeks. Okay, total. so it's a long time. What about how do how does adding an, a true international destination? What does that add on in terms so of time? So the biggest thing, and it, it for timing wise, it mm. depends what port you're going into. So like, there's certain places in Europe, like some countries that are landlocked, so you have to go through other countries to get there. Um, it kind of depends on what port you're entering and where you're going. Now, if you go into um, a port that's you know really long distance away from your destination, like for example, if you go into Norway, you go into the southern part of the country, and then you got to ship it all the way to north. That could take three weeks just for that land travel. Okay. So it can really vary. But in general, you know, four weeks on the low end, I've seen up to 12 weeks depending on where you're going. The port itself, the international port itself, does that just the fact that you have to go through an international port and customs, does that add a couple of weeks? Or? Yeah. Well, once it goes into customs, it goes into what we call a dark time mm. and that's when customs dark is time. dark time <laughs> that's what they call it because there's no communication yeah, they, there's they, no they, no no knowledge of when it's going to pop back nope. out on just, all of a sudden it's just like just all right paying cleared it like here's it goes come get it yep and they don't want 12 they, weeks they don't want to hear from you yeah they don't want you calling Can you they imagine don't want like calling. oh we're going to go to switzerland and work up you know work abroad and take a position and da 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 and here it's you know you're you in better plan time. three months in advance in well and and i did have one in the 12 week when i was thinking of norway i had one that went way up to the arctic circle oh, and okay. you know it's it just took a long time to get up there but in that scenario what they did is they uh air shipped out about 500 pounds worth of stuff they needed you know okay. right away that got them through for you know that 12 weeks till they got it up there what about going to other t the territories you know like hawaii is a state mm -hmm. what about going to the territories yeah we do that too and the territories you know usually you can do by truck because we can cross land um, but takes a lot longer. Um, by ocean, we would just go out of uh, Seattle usually and, mm. and zip it up and around. This place and the other place. Uh, do we mean state fair work? Yes, yes. So we've been busy with that too. Uh, we uh, moved. It was interesting. I saw this big Paul Bunyan statue was in parts, and so we had to move the different pieces of it. Of course, it was really large. Um, so like the legs, for example, took pretty much the whole truck. We had to just bring that over there in one shift. So. 
Um, it was interesting to see all these things coming together. So when they, who who contacts you then? Are the individual vendors, or is it the state of Minnesota, or who? who? Um, both. With with this one, I was just talking about was the state. Um, that was the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency. They they have a big booth there, and um, they're kind of. I think the the Paul Bunyan thing is more of a eye catcher. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned earlier that uh, that you're coming into uh, museum work. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that entail? And so yeah, do you have stuff lined up already that you know about? Or we do. Uh, boy, which one do we have right now? We have uh, the Mayan exhibit. If you've heard of that mm-hmm. one, um, so that one's moving right now. I've seen a little activity there. Um, the big thing is with the museums is okay. It's back to school. Mm-hmm. There's going to be field trips. There's going to sure. be snow on the ground, and so they're trying to gear all that stuff up now. Okay. They've already sold their exhibits to travel around wherever they're going to go, and we've been contracted to bring them. I have to be a little careful about what I say because yeah. you know they try to protect those cargos. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, they're they're moving right now. They're going to be installing over the next say month month and a half and then you'll see all new exhibits at a lot of places and then usually around midwinter they might shift them a little bit too just to get a kind of a second wave before the end of the winter comes what kind of special security do you have to put in place depends on the exhibit so um the the one that comes to mind offhand you know we did the dead sea scrolls years back i mean you had curators that had to travel those with them with them each time um we just handled the cabinets but then there's some exhibits, if it's not that sensitive of an artifact, we can actually travel those. Sometimes they're climate controlled. Sometimes it's armed guards. Mm-hmm. Armored trucks. Yeah. Armored trucks, yep. chase cars, and uh, all of that <laughs> stuff that yeah. go with you. Uh, and then the people there uh, watching your every move when you're setting them up and taking oh, yes. them down. Well, and- the curators a lot of times handle those pieces. You mm-hmm. know, um, Titanic was one that we were able to handle some of those. Um, just kind of depends on what the artifact is, mm-hmm. how sensitive it is, and what the value is. Do you ever lose anything? Never. Well, one time, so we had a dinosaur exhibit. This is in advance of the Olympics being in China, right? Yeah. So we we sent dozens of containers over to China. And toured them around the country during the Olympics because they wanted all the stuff there. Well, on the way back, they decided they wanted to keep some of the, I think, this Tyrannosaurus Rex bones. And okay. They they didn't make it back. So it ended up escalating, and the U.S. government got involved between the Chinese. They stole them. They, they selectively chose to <laughs> they keep stole them. them. <laughs> they stole the bones. They're so, like, oh, yeah, this T-Rex um, is pretty cool. So I wouldn't say it was lost. We knew where they were. <laughs> we knew exactly where um, they were. But it <laughs> didn't make it back. It yeah. took some political prowess of the U.S. government to actually get them back. The That's premier cool. decided he wanted to have those on display in his living room. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Eric. Yeah, Always my a fun pleasure. conversation. Eric from Action Moving, actionmoving.com, 612-338-1788, actionmoving.com. Check them out online. This is Real Estate Chalk Talk. We're going to head out to break. Hittnergroup.com is our website, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com. Check us out online. We'll be right back. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue, Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.